Praise the Lord, everybody. God bless you. Greetings, and thank you for joining us in today's episode of Reset Forever Ministries podcast. And uh, this is Dr. Valerie Simpson. Praise the Lord. This is Elder Daniel Simpson. We're going to come to you today um, with the Sunday School lesson out of Union Gospel Press. We are in lesson number seven for this quarter, to, and it's going to be for Sunday, January 16th, 2022. The topic of this week's lesson is peace and trouble. Peace and trouble. All right, the lesson is found in the book, the Gospel of St. John, chapter 16, verses 19 through 33. And as always, I'm going to ask you to share this with someone, invite someone to join in and listen, uh, and go ahead and start taking your notes. So grab your devices and whatever you're using to take notes as we prepare to look at this lesson as Jesus is preparing his disciples for his departure. All right, God bless you with that. I'm going to give it over into the hands of our instructor today. Elder Daniel Simpson, God bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Let's start with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. just thank you, Lord. So I'm going to worship you and give you some praise today because you're worthy. Worthy. You purchased our salvation on the cross, and we are so grateful and thankful. We ask that you give us an understanding of your scriptures. Open your word up to us, Lord, so it can be plain and we can see the handwriting on the wall and we can run we can run this race well full of faith even until the end faith even to face death as we will see in this lesson in Jesus' precious name in Amen. Jesus' name Amen so the lesson Dr. Simpson's peace and trouble yeah and we're in St. John chapter 16 of course okay and in the beginning of this chapter Jesus is talking to his disciples and he gives them words of warning. Right. Because he is on his way to the Garden of Gethsemane where he will pour out his heart in prayer to the Father. And, of course, Judas will betray him. So on his way to Jerusalem, uh, the Garden of Gethsemane, mm-hmm. he's with his disciples and they're walking and they're having this conversation. And St. John wrote it down for us. So we can have it on record. Amen. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the lesson starts off in verse 19. And we will read it. Now Jesus knew that there was that they were desiring to ask him, and said unto them, This is what Jesus said to his disciples, Do ye inquire among yourselves? And that word inquire means to ask information. And they was asking among themselves what Jesus meant. Okay. When he said, of that, a, of that, I said, a little while, mm-hmm. and you shall not see me. And again, a little while, and you shall see me. Okay. So they was inquiring about this, what Jesus was saying. Okay. So to get a clear understanding of this, we're going to go a few verses up in the lesson, and we're going to see his disciples as they... Uh, Inquiring among themselves and what was going on. So we're actually going to start this lesson off in verse 16 instead of verse 19. So verse 16 reads like this. A little while and ye shall not see me. This is what Jesus said to his disciples. 
and again a little while, and you shall see me because I go to the Father. Okay. Then verse 17, his disciples start talking among themselves. Then says some of his disciples among themselves, what is this that he says unto us a little while? So what's going on is, right, he had been telling them some things all, all along, but now it's about to happen. And they're still not getting it. So here's them kind of, you know, what does it mean? I'm, I don't understand it. And so Jesus is going to now address it in a very thorough way. So you really want to take notes of this. Yes. And he said, a little while and you shall not see me again. A little while and you shall see me and because I go to the Father. Therefore said they, what is this that he says? A little while and we cannot tell what he saith. So the disciples among themselves was having this conversation. <laughs> what is he talking about? A little while, you're going to see me. In a little while, you won't see me. Okay. So they was troubled at the same. The same. Mm-hmm. So in verse 20 of the lesson, Jesus addresses this. Okay. Now Jesus knew that they were desired to ask him and said unto them, Do you inquire among yourselves of that I said a little while? Mm-hmm. And ye shall not see me, and again a little while, and ye shall see me. Mm-hmm. A new living, tra- a new living translation said like this in verse twenty: Truly, you will weep and mourn over what is going to happen to me, but the world will rejoice. You will grieve, but the grief will suddenly turn into wonderful joy when you see me again. Okay. So I like that that new living translation. So, Dr. Simpson, you read verse 20 in the King James translation. Okay. Verily, verily, I say unto you that ye shall weep and lament, but the world shall rejoice. You shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned into joy. Yes. See, that little while you won't see me, Mm -hmm. you're going to be sorrowful. And then when you do see me, you're going to be joyful. Right. So then he compares it. He compares this joy like a woman bringing a child, a man-child to the world. After she has been in... Verse 20 says this. Okay. A woman, when she is in travail, Mm -hmm. has sorrow Mm -hmm. because her hour is come. Mm -hmm. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembers no more the anguish for joy that a man-child is born into the world. So we know what that word travail means. Travail means to bring forth or to be born. And this is the joy that not only the disciples will have, but Christ will travail and he will also bring some forth in the world. And we know what that is. That's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and I think you want to talk about the painful experiences when you talk about it. I mean, it's extremely painful. So he was trying to tell them, you know, that this is going to be a very painful thing for you to have to deal with. Uh, I'm going to be. I'm going to be gone from you. I'm not going to be here for you as I was before when I would tell you things to comfort you. But you're going to have some some very difficult experiences. And remember this: just like a woman, she goes through a difficult time in her labor. But at the end of it, you know, the joy is so overwhelming that she doesn't even remember the pain of it. So he said that. Um, as he was telling them, you're going to weep and you're going to lament. But 
your sorrow is going to be turned into joy, just like the woman. Yes. Her childbearing. And let's look at Isaiah because Isaiah talks about when Christ would travail and how God would see his travailing and would be satisfied. Okay. So Isaiah chapter 53 and 11 said, He shall see the travail of his soul. Okay. This is what God is going to see his son going across, how he travailed, mm-hmm. and shall be satisfied. Okay. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Okay. So when Christ travailed for us, for the church, mm-hmm. God will be satisfied. And with the foreknowledge that what Christ would go through, he would justify many okay. and bring many sons And I God. think we see that in the 12th chapter. Is the 12th chapter of Romans or the 12th chapter of Hebrews mm-hmm. where it talks about for the joy that was set before him and through the cross, Hebrews. despising the shame. Hebrews 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, despising, the, um, enduring the cross, despising the shame. But he suffered for a period of time. But for he knew the joy was yet to come. That yeah. followed it. Yes. So that was enough to sustain him and get him through that yeah. extreme. I mean, he went through. The agony was physical, emotional, psychological. Spiritually, because all the sin Everything. was placed And spiritually, him. yes, because the weight and the sin and the penalty of sin was laid on him. For even every one of those stripes, that was the wrath of God. Yes. That was being felt in his body. So he went through all of yes. it. He travailed. And he travailed yes. and he endured. Yes. He endured. So And I and I just love it how he brought many, many sons to God. Many sons. So how he brought yes. so much fruit, you know. <laughs> they brought so much fruit out of his suffering. So verse 22 of the lesson says this. Okay. And ye now therefore have sorrow. He's still talking to his disciples. Mm-hmm. But I will see you again and your heart shall rejoice and your joy no more no man taketh from you mm-hmm. the new living translation you got the new living okay so verse 23 for the new living translation okay it says at that time you won't need to ask me for anything mm-hmm. the truth is you can go directly to the father and ask him, and he will grant your request because you use my name. Now, what verse is that? You read it in verse um, 14. 23. Okay, so we're going down to 23. And in that day, you shall ask me nothing. So, in other words, you won't come to me. Mm-hmm. You're going to go to the Father. Straight to the Father. And you're going to go to him when you give him my name. You get what you desire yes. and what you pray for. So 23 says, and in that day, you shall ask me nothing. No arguments there. That's clear. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Yes. You just go straight to the Father. Those so there's who, a new order. Yes. Right? There's a new and living way. You don't have to go to the priest anymore. You don't have to offer up sacrifice anymore. You don't have to... Uh, you're, you're no longer separated. You can go straight to the Father. But you yes. got to go in my name. Yes. This because said, all of this comes through my name. This is what it says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. Mm-hmm. 
that we want, that we may obtain mercy, mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Yes. We can go straight to the Father, Dr. Simpson. Because he knows we're in need. And so, yes, you can get the things, especially those, those, those desperate needs that you have, to go to the Father and in my name. That's because of his travailing. Mm-hmm. He would go and travail, as you said, at the cross and even in Gethsemane. Mm-hmm. He would travail in prayer before he would go and finish his assignment on the cross. Here too, verse 24. Okay. Have ye asked nothing in my name? Right. See? So, so, so far, you haven't done anything. None of this has come through my name. Yes. Right. Because Jesus is right there doing the work. But when he go away and go to the Father. This is the way it's going to work after mm-hmm. I'm gone. Mm-hmm. He said, ask and ye shall receive. Right. That your joy might be again he brings up the fact that there's going to be joy there's joy going to come out of it and this is because you're coming to the father in my name to receive the things you have need of yes and i looked up this word joy dr simpson and i was really really kind of surprised because it means cheering in triumph mm-hmm. I, I mean wow i went through a battle i got the victory mm-hmm. And now I can be cheerful over whatever I was fighting. Triumph. And cheerful is a very lighthearted term. It's just, you know, uh, it's not just, you know, satisfaction or you got peace. But cheerful means you are so lighthearted. I mean, you're full of smiles and full of peace. What you have came through and overcome, yes. And delight. And those are the things that he's trying to tell you. You've gone, like you said, those things you've gone through, they have taken you into deep anguish and, and you know, despair. But there's going to be, there's coming a time of cheerfulness. Literally, you have to take note of these words and look them up yeah. and see the state of mind he's telling you. You're going to be switched from, you know, it's almost like the difference of going from darkness to light. Sorrow to joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, this is your, one of your favorite minds too. It's in Psalms chapter one. 26 verse 5 they that sow in tears mm-hmm. shall reap in joy again the same principle and Isaiah helps us out also Dr. Simpson and I'll read okay. it Isaiah chapter 61 verse 7 said for your shame ye shall have double mm-hmm. and for confusion they shall rejoice in the portion mm-hmm. therefore in their land they shall possess the let's, devil let's break, that, let's break that first one down for your shame Yes. One at a time. This is a whole lot to unpack. So for your shame, you shall have double. Now, what did Jesus says? The Bible says, well, I think we just quoted it, um, that he endured the cross despising the shame. Yes. And in exchange for the shame, and there's a lot of things that bring shame because people say things to you, they treat you kind of different kind of ways. Um, you have situations that you you know are just laid upon you that were totally unexpected a lot of ways that shame can come upon you but we see that Jesus deliberately wanted us to know that his shame was upon him because when he was on that cross you know they dis they disrespected not just disrespected but just actually just if if it was possible they would have just destroyed any manner of regard that anybody had for him by them beating him and 
stripping him naked yes, and then nailing him and then you know hanging him between two thieves and yes. so forth but so he's one that knows about shame mm-hmm. so he said that for your shame you're gonna get double yep. so whatever the emotion the extremity of the emotion that you have which is usually depression or despair mm-hmm. you're gonna get double yes. that in the form of joy and cheerfulness yes it's gonna be such such a time and, and then, even now, right now in ourselves, right? Yes. So it's, it's for the day that's coming, but, but we, it's for our trials right now yes, to get us do. through. Yes, we have comfort. Because mm-hmm. that's what he's telling them. You're going to have some sorrowful times. Yes. They're going to arrest you. They're going to beat you. And they went through that. When you go through the book of Acts, you see all of that. They but went they, through all that. But they endured and mm-hmm. overcome. And well. then what they did, I think about the fourth chapter of Acts, when they said, these men that have turned the world upside down have come here. And so they took them and they, they beat them and they commanded them straightly not to say anything or preach or do anything else in that name Jesus. But they had joy and said, we rejoice that we were counted worthy to yes. suffer. So that's endurance. Yes. We were counted worthy to suffer for the name's sake. Yes. So, you know, even in the trial, they had joy because they had the right focus that it the purpose of the suffering because yes. he brought forth fruit that's what Jesus did many sons were brought mm-hmm. right yes. that's what you were reading so it's the same thing a whole lot of fruit is going to come out of this yes yeah so in verse number 25 25 says these things have I spoken unto you in Proverbs but the time cometh when I shall no more speak unto you in Proverbs, but I shall show you plainly of the Father. So this is just a short time. Mm-hmm. Jesus is right now probably on, this is probably his last day on earth. So we know what Proverbs are figuratively saying which shadow forth some truth. Right. So no more Proverbs. Mm-hmm. We're going to speak clearly. We're going to speak directly. We're going to get down to exactly what's about to happen. I'm making it very clear to you. Yes. And also, Dr. Simpson, that, that we know that Christ is on his way to the Garden of Gethsemane where he will be betrayed mm-hmm. in that very same hour. But he promised to send the Holy Spirit back. And when they received the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit would show them everything plainly. Why don't we read that in verse number eight? those were powerful okay and when he comes well actually says nevertheless in verse number 7 of chapter 16 St. John says nevertheless I tell you the truth it is expedient for me that I go away in other words it's necessary this is absolutely critical this part has got to occur I'm that I go away because if I don't go away the comforter will not come but if I depart, I will send a comfort unto you. So that's rationale. I got. I have to go away because if I don't, you won't get the comforter. Yes. But I'm going to go away and I will send the comforter unto you. Verse number 8 says, And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin. Number one. Okay. Reprove mm-hmm. him of sin. Now, do you have that broken down? The next verse. No. Okay. I will prove the world of sin. And of righteousness, number two, mm-hmm. and of judgment. Okay. So that word reprove means 
to convict. Yes. Conviction is to persuade. Yeah. Not condemnation. That means ready to be torn down. But when the Holy Ghost comes, I'm going to convict them. So our hearts are convicted. That's why we repent and that's why we feel guilty. So this is what the Holy Ghost is going to do when he comes. He's going to convict them or convince them of the sin. He's going to convince them that they are in sin. So verse 9. And convince them of righteousness and convince them of judgment. Okay, verse 9. Of sin because they believe not on me. But he's going to persuade them yeah, and convince them He's by making it clear and giving them understanding. This is the work of the Holy Spirit in yes. the earth. So he's telling him He's supposed to be active in the church. These three, three Holy Spirit is supposed to be active in the church. In, in these capacities yes. to do these things but we have to um, realize that this is God's way and this is the order that he set for when the Spirit of God comes. And then verse number 10. Yes, of righteousness, because mm-hmm. I go to my Father and you see me no more. Okay. So Jesus Christ will become the righteousness of God. Mm-hmm. He is the righteousness of God. Mm-hmm. And when we re- receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit, we should also become the righteousness of God. Well, not only that, I think in addition to that, yes. uh, he's gonna, we're going to be persuaded and convinced that he is righteous because he said he was going to rise again and he said he was going to ascend back into the father and that he was the son of God and they're going to be convinced because number one his body is not in that tomb another thing is that he was seen of you know the apostles and then of above 500 etc so there were so many ways to convince them um, that he is righteous and God is his witness and that the things he said did come to pass. That's how you know a prophet is a true prophet when the things they say actually come to pass. And then the church should also bear witness and testify. Well, yeah, we have to have that same righteousness, you know, that the power of God resides in us to enable and empower us and so we can live by it. And we can be persuaded that you can live above this. You don't live on the same terms and on the same uh, with the same conduct and behavior as the world. You don't have to. You're better than that because I've given you power. That's what he said in chapter number one. Yes. You know that you know you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And of judgment. And of judgment. Because the prince of this world is judged. Okay. So whenever, as we can see Christ in his earthly ministry. Mm-hmm. Whenever he healed somebody mm-hmm. that was judging different type of principalities that was under sickness and all kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. afflictions. Yeah. So not only did he heal the individual that had the affliction, mm-hmm. the spirit behind it mm-hmm. was judged. Right. And, and then there's judgment also when he's casting out demons. Yes. And uh, also uh, there's judgment when, because the prince of this world comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Yes. All right. So he comes to uh, cause people to be bound in iniquity and transgression. He caused them to be uh, in fear of death yes. uh, so that they'll succumb and give in to whatever it's going to take to save their lives, even if it means offending God. Um, the prince of this world is going to be judged when um, 
he puts power in us yes to actually tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the all enemy. the power of the enemy so the judgment is going to come from the hand of God and we will have power we have been given power to tread upon all of these things and to prove that you can live better than that you can and you are really commanded some people will just write it off and call you holy holy you know or criticize you because you believe the scriptures yes when it tells you how to live because you can't let them throw you off your game you got to stay fast in the faith stay fast and let them say that because how else are they going to be convinced unless they see it in you yeah if you break down they're going to say oh you didn't have nothing and you really didn't mean what you yeah. what you was living you know that you remember sister Trevisha Stevenson she said something as a young teenager she said and it's it stays with me because she was so young and so convinced she said you have to do right even if you're the only one doing it you have to live right and that's the thing don't go with the crowd don't go for the popularity don't do things because they're acceptable or because it seems to be the trend among certain yeah. circles. You can't let people take your witness from you. And that's what you're doing and taking the witness of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Okay, so those were some of the things that he was saying that we were going to have in verse number 24. And you shall receive power that your joy may be full. 25, these things have I spoken unto you in Proverbs. So no longer speaking in Proverbs. And then there's 26. At that day you shall ask in my name, mm-hmm. and I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you. Mm-hmm. I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you, for the Father himself loveth you, because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. So I'm reading a New Living Translation, which I really love this. It says, okay. Then you will ask in my name. Okay. I'm not saying I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you dearly mm-hmm. because you love me mm-hmm. and believe that I came from the Father. 28. Yes, I came from the Father into the world, and I will leave the world and return to the Father. Well, you know, I like something there before you go further. He said, I, I did not say that you that I will pray to the Father for you, but he's encouraging us that... The Father loves us. He loves you. You can go to Him directly because He loves you, as you mentioned it, dearly. Just go in my name. He loves you because you love me and and you love the Father. Mm -hmm. That's the reason why. Okay, verse number 28. Okay, 29. I'm sorry. His disciples said unto Him, Lo, now speakest thou plainly and speaketh no Proverbs. Yes, and the New Living Translation said this. Then his disciples said, at last, Finally, you are speaking plainly and not in We get Proverbs. you now. We get you now. Yes. It was so challenging before. Now you're talking to us. And you can see he really needed to. Yes, because you got to remember, Dr. Simpson, a few chapters ago, mm-hmm. he had the Passover supper, mm-hmm. with his last supper with mm-hmm. his disciples. Mm-hmm. And from that time to this, around about four chapters, he gave them a whole lot of information, information dialogue. Yeah. 
and they were trying to sort through it because at the very beginning of this lesson they were saying what does he mean yeah. I'm gonna go with and so finally they're like finally we understand you're talking plain now yes and then in the next chapter mm-hmm. or in chapter 18 he get betrayed by uh, Judas yeah so this dialect that he's having with his disciples is in a short period of time and he gives them a whole lot of information mm-hmm. and then they said finally and they welcomed it He's speaking plainly mm-hmm. and not in Proverbs. Then chapter 30 said, he says, Now we are sure that thou knowest all things and needest not that any man should ask thee. By this we believe that thou comest from God. Yeah, because you understood. You understood that we weren't getting it the way you were saying it and you made it very clear to us. And and, and as a result, and you're making it very clear, we understand that you have come from God. So then Jesus asked him a question in verse 31. Mm-hmm. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Mm-hmm. Three and a half years of <laughs> being with you. Now Do you believe. now believe? And, and obviously they did because they stayed with him when others were walking away. Remember, will you also leave me? And they didn't. But now, in a greater way, they believe him even more. Well, you can understand them more and more as time goes by, you know. So he opened their understanding and didn't speak in Proverbs and made it plain and clear because it's really necessary because this was going to be the most difficult time that they've had so far. That's because of verse 32 he's going to say, okay. Behold, the hour cometh, yeah. yea, and is now come that ye shall be scattered, yeah. every man to his own, and shall leave me alone. And yet, I am not alone because the Father is with me. So every man to his own. You're not even going to be there for one another, you know. I mean, eventually, they're going to be in the upper room gathered together. But, you know, then Thomas is going to come in. But at nonetheless, they're going to they're be say, all scattered. You know, every man for himself. Because Judas is going to come. And when Judas comes, he's not coming by himself. No, he's coming with, with the Roman soldiers. And, and the chief priests in mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. The, other, the ones, other ones who were accused Jesus. Right. So Judas is not coming alone. He's coming with, a, with a, a small army, as you will. This is about to happen, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. That in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And I like this word overcome, Dr. Mm-hmm. Simpson. Because overcome means this, to conquer. For the saints that hold fast their faith, even unto death, Mm -hmm. against the power of their foes, and temptation and persecution. So, Dr. Simpson, look, I know you studied the book of Revelation, right? Yeah. But in Revelations, he has showed John Mm -hmm. seven different overcomers Mm -hmm. and what they would get. Mm-hmm. And I wrote some of them down. Okay. So Revelation chapter 2, mm-hmm. verse 7. Okay. To him that overcome will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Good. That's for the first church. Mm-hmm. For the second church in Re- Revelation chapter 2, 13. Which was? Oh, you didn't write down church. That's okay. They can go to and reference it. Because I wanted to our get students. The yes, I wanted them to pick kind of like which one because we know we know we have the church of Laodicea yeah that's what's church. most common that's what, that's what they call us yes mm-hmm. and they got to overcome them but in but in in 
Revelation chapter 2, verse 7, he said, To him that overcome will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Mm-hmm. Revelation chapter 17 and 2 says this, To him that overcome will I give to eat of the hidden matter, mm-hmm. and will give him a little white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, save he that receiveth, receiveth it. Mm-hmm. So in Revelation chapter 2, verse 26, And he that overcome and keep my works unto the end, mm-hmm. to him will I give power over the nations. Yeah, that one's a big one as I'm yeah. studying it. That one because he says, this is the patience of the saints. Yes. That that one, and he mentions that twice, yes. being the patience of the saints. So we don't have time to go into that. Yes, and he shall rule the rod of iron. Mm-hmm. Just a few more now. Mm-hmm. Revelation chapter 3, verse 5. He that overcome, the same shall be clothed in a white raiment. Mm-hmm. And then when John, John saw him for the first time, he said, I turned around to see the voice of him who was speaking to me, and he had on. He, t- he described him, but then he talked about that white robe yeah, that like he a, was in with the gold paps, yeah. you know, how he was going to be uh, clothed. And you're going to get this. Rich, you see how this reward that I have, what you see and what you've described to them, let them know that they're going to get a reward too. That's what he says in Isaiah chapter uh, 53 at the end. He said, I'll divide the spoil, you know, with the the strong. Yeah. So if you stay strong, that's the patience of the saints. Stay strong and I will divide the portion. It's just like when they will go to war. They win the war and they take all the goods and separate. He's separating it and yes. dividing. Mm-hmm. And this is what this this the reason why I want to write these down, sister, 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 mm-hmm. is because Christ had to overcome mm-hmm. and endure and go to the cross, okay? And we have to also. Mm-hmm. And he said, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my fathers and before the angels. I like the way he said confess it. It's not yes. like, okay, I'll report you to the father and I'll mention you. I will confess. Yes. I will confess they were faithful. I will confess they endured a great fight of affliction. I will confess yes. that they kept my name lifted. I will confess that they were a light in darkness. I will confess they were truly the salt of the earth. Yes. I will confess that about you. That they love me more than this world. And it's not a collective thing. He's going to confess each and every one of us. Yes. A few more, Dr. Simpson. Mm-hmm. He that overcome will I make a pillar mm-hmm. in the temple of my God, mm-hmm. and he shall go out no more, and I will write upon him the name of God and of Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. A few more, few more, Dr. Simpson, bear with me. Revelation chapter 3, verse 21. And to him that overcome will I grant to sit with me mm-hmm. in, in my, my throne, throne, even as I also overcame mm-hmm. and sat down with my father in his throne. Yeah, he was highly exalted and given a name that was above every name. So, you know, overcome. Here's all the reasons to overcome. This is going to last but a period of time. Yeah. It's going to be difficult. I understand because I'm about to go through some things. I understand. But overcome and look at all of what I'm going to see to it that you get in reward. This is the patience of the saints. Yes, Dr. Simpson. Mm-hmm. Let's go to verse 12 of Revelation chapter. Okay. The verse 12, I'm sorry. Revelation chapter 12, verse 10 and 3. Okay, so much has happened by that time. Yes, but I want... 12, 10, 12, chapter 12, verses... Yes. 10... 
Yes. But I heard a loud voice saying, Heaven now is come, salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God. And we know the accuser of the brethren is the devil. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. accused them before God. So he's going to confess us to God. But this one, he's going to accuse us. Accuse us. (laughs) But I like verse 11. Okay, 11 says, and they overcame him by the blood. So all of that that you're doing, everything you're saying, we're, we're going to overcome because the, the lamb shed, yeah, the yeah. lamb's blood was shed and applied to our life. Overcame by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. Yes. This is also part of the patience of the saints. Yes. So if you're having a nervous breakdown, or you're cracking because you're not as popular. Or you know what I'm saying, because the way the people treat you, then how are you going to endure this? But to him that overcometh, he will inherit all things. So you can't if you if you set your affections on things on the earth, when things start going wrong, it's it's gonna break you down. So your affection, you have to um Set your affections on things that are above. And, what Christ you know, said. Yeah, yeah, and desire the coming, you know, desire those those great things that He has promised, and not to write it off as some kind of fable or this is just a book that doesn't mean you know anything to us. Yes. It's, it's all about um, us enduring our time. We're not going to be here for a lot of the stuff that's going right. to happen, but. And the little bit that we're going, yeah, what we have to go through. Because you're going to have to go through. Jesus even learned obedience by the things that he suffered. So we have to suffer. Oh, yes. we got to be purged. Mm -hmm. we got to go through the fire. Yes. And even when you go into the books of um, poetry, it will tell you those that gain wisdom. I think it's Ecclesiastes in the very first chapter. It came because you have to suffer. Yeah, there's wisdom and all kinds of blessings and benefits that come through suffering. Yeah, so if you, if you don't want to suffer, you can't wear a crown. You have to, this flesh have to be on. You forfeit your judgment. crown. So one more overcoming, Dr. Simpson, mm-hmm. is Revelation chapter 21, verse 7. He that overcomes shall inherit all things. All things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we do know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, but we shall see him as he is. Yes. Glory to his name. peace and trouble. Yes. Amen. I pray you got something out of that lesson. I pray you were blessed and that you've taken some things in uh, and that God will open your understanding and just illuminate what you've received on today. Yes. Thank you, uh, Elder Simpson. That was a great lesson. All right. Well, God bless you, everybody. You want to pray us out? Yes. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to, to present, present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm so used to saying that. All right, everybody, God bless you. Join us next week for another episode of, well, we're going to be doing Sunday School Lesson Number 8, but another episode of Reset Forever Ministries podcast. God bless.